Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howe. And welcome back to the Tories by Chance podcast. And welcome to Movie March 2023. Uh, every year in March, we you know we have like a theme the entire month to one thing. We usually do like a series of films. We did Pirates. We did Hunger Games. Uh, this year, we decided to forego you know a franchise and focus on a concept. And the concept this year is legacy sequels. And legacy, legacy sequels, legacy sequels are huge right now. Seems like every property is getting a decades later legacy sequel. Some good, some bad. Some good, some very bad. We're going to look at all of that this month. Starting with, I'm not sure what side of the coin we're starting with right now because we're starting with Tron Legacy. Fitting enough. Uh, now this was this was your pick, Russell. This is one, this is one of the movies you you chose. Yeah, it was uh, it was a movie I yeah I, I thought would be how fitting. I mean, it's how many years removed from the original, so. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, before we get into the actual movies, we're going to talk about the originals, the you know the ones that inspired the film we're talking about today. Because you know, we, we selected our entire panel for the month, and none of none of the movies we picked are movies we reviewed in the past. So you know, give a, a brief thoughts. Have you, have you seen the first Tron? Uh, I have not. I know. Really? Was, I know. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I'm familiar with the concept of it. I I just and, and it was funny because I'm like. Well, I'm choosing Tron Legacy, and I never saw the original one. I know, um, but it was just one that uh, just never came up. Uh, even when the movie came out in 2010, um, I just never had a uh, ambition to go see it. I, I don't know why. Oh, well, yeah, that, that that's fascinating. I, I thought I thought for sure I, I, for, I thought for sure you would have at least seen it once. Yeah, um, I mean, it's on Disney. So it's on Disney Plus, I believe. To it is. Uh, yeah. I checked. Um, it was no, yeah, never was on the radar. Interesting. Uh, wow. So yeah, I I have seen the original Tron. Um, I'm making sure I watched before I saw Tron Legacy. And the thing about the first Tron is it's like, is it? It was groundbreaking at the time, revolutionary. Has a great dis- uh, design to it. Story wise, a little complicated, and that's something that doesn't go away. And we'll talk to we'll talk about that later. Um, but it's, yeah, that's actually, it, it, it is interesting because there are some things that tie into the original Tron that you that you don't know about. So we'll get into yeah. that later. But yeah, no, the first Tron is actually like quite interesting from a, from a from a thematic standpoint because like there's a whole thing where like you know like uh, the in, inside the grid in the movie Tron, there's this whole concept of like like if you believe like they have their own thoughts, they can act on their own on their own. But there's like this like this like subset of programs who believe in the users, kind of seem like this whole as like a religion in okay. inside the grid. I'm like, that's like, like very clever. That's actually this whole like this whole commentary on you know like who's controlling who. Like yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're programs, but they do have a consciousness. They do have what well, they do have things they own want they want. So just like, is that really is that really like back and forth? Granted, the story is a little complicated, but yeah, wow, it's kind of crazy. You never saw that. You never saw the first Tron. Uh, <laughs> I you know what? Yeah. Well, because I think it's good though, because like it gives like both like different insights to this to this new to this new one. But like, yeah, because I was excited when Tron Legacy was announced. Okay, uh-huh. well, I, let me say I wasn't excited when it was announced because I didn't know about the first Tron. I, thought, I saw the first Tron. I saw the, I saw the teaser for it. And was like, this looks awesome. Yeah, that's how I was. I mean, when I when I saw obviously the trailers and then going to see it in 2010, I'm still bummed and uh, mad at my uh, friends now ex wife for not being able to see it in 3D. Um, I thought it would have been fantastic to see it in 3D and IMAX. I can only imagine how fantastic. That yeah, I I don't know if I thought it in IMAX. I definitely did see it in 3D and like 3D. This movie looked incredible. We'll talk about all that later, but 3D looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but either way. So uh, yeah, this movie came out in 2010. Uh, let's do, do a little bit of math here. 
uh, 28 years after the original Tron, because the original was 82. 82, yeah, 28. Yeah, so, uh, again, it was, there was a lot of hype going into this, going into this one, uh, and it came out, did all right, uh, you know, made $400 million on a $170 million budget. Uh, critical reviews were pretty mixed, uh, but, you know, it does have a pretty sizable cult following, like the first Tron, like, PJ Campbell, my roommate, he adores this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get into, you know, Tron Legacy, what works, what doesn't. And, you know, you know, like, actually, that, that, that's it. What works, what doesn't, and why wasn't this as big a hit at the time? So, yeah, let's get into it. This is Tron Legacy. So we start with uh, Kevin Flynn, played by Jeff Bridges, who was the main character of the first Tron, talking to his young son, Sam. Uh, he's basically telling him about the whole, you know, his adventure in the grid, uh, how, you know, the program made Tron, who, you know, I, 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 did you think that, did you think Tron was the world when you first heard, when yeah. you first saw the movie? I mean, um, and then obviously as you're watching it, you realize it's, it's not the world. Um, no, it's a dude. But when you first hear it, Tron, I assume, yeah, yeah, it's a dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you, yeah. Like, yeah that, that was, when I first, that was kind of like, yeah. When I first saw the first Tron, I was like, oh, Tron is the world. Oh, no, Tron's a guy. It's not even the main guy. It's yeah. interesting. But yeah, so like, it doesn't matter how you build like Tron, uh, this, other, this other program who's like a, secure, a security, you know, kind of like maintenance program called the Clue, which made it look like Flynn. And then, you know, he he pieces out, uh, leaving his grandmas for undiscerned reasons. We don't know why. He, we, don't, we don't know why he left them there. Uh, but yeah, turns we- out right after. Conveniently, after that, so go ahead. No, I was like, can we just say how bad the CGI is? We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Very off putting. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that. Um, so, yeah, uh, shortly after that, Kevin Flynn goes missing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Russell gives you a little brief crash course. In the first film, uh, uh, Kevin Flynn, he was a programmer. He created the video game. This uh, company, this company, Encom, stole it from him. And the whole thing's about him trying to get okay. proof that he originally created the code. And then after he gets, he has to get that proof, he becomes, I guess he became like the CEO, the head of the company. Uh, but yeah, so like he, so yeah, once he goes missing, Encom's taken over back by the shareholders and Alan Bradley, who was also from the first movie, his best friend. It's the guy who Tron, he played Tron in the first one. The, uh, the Tron program is modeled after him. Uh, he, he, he tried, he tried to okay. keep it. He tried to keep order, but you know, uh, he was uh, snaked out of his job. So, yeah, uh, the Flynn company is now on in it's now under direct ownership of the board and the shareholders. And Sam Flynn is left without both his parents because his mom did die of that. I don't know. Get that bitch out of the film disorder. We don't know. <laughs> like, it, it, it's a Disney property. Of course, one parent has to be dead. That's just how it goes. It wouldn't be a Disney film if, if it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, we then meet our main character of the film, Sam Flynn, or sorry, our adult main character, Sam Flynn, played by Garrett Hedlund. Right now, it's his own, Garrett Hedlund. And for those keeping track, more rock or uh, more Garrett Hedlund films that we've reviewed than the rock films. We have, we have now reviewed more Garrett Hedlund movies than the rock. <laughs> it was, I, I, think, I, think we even, I think we've even done more Garrett Hedlund films than... Uh, no, never mind. He's tied for Robert with Robert De Niro. Is he? With two, right? He what was the other one? What's the other year we did? Good. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 
No, you're right. So yeah. Garrett Hedlund's time. So, yeah, <laughs> completely crazy. Of the aggregate movies of Garrett, Garrett Hedlund got two. Uh, so yeah, Garrett Hedlund is now break, is breaking into Encom, uh, Encom uh, Tower. Uh, as there, as on the sign of this big software, this big operating system launch, supposed to like we're going to revolutionize, revolutionize the tech industry. It'll be like a big security program or something like that. Uh, now this this program was was really supposed to be made for free, but uh, they are going to be charging people for it. So he's breaking in to uh, release for free. Now here's something I I, I wonder if you got. So uh, I don't know if you know this is a particular cameo uh, in this scene. You know, uh, Killian Murphy is at this scene. Yes, I thought that was him. Um, yeah, I thought that was him. It looked a lot like him, but I was like, oh, is that Killian Murphy? And like looking um, back at it, yeah. So looking back at it now, just like, it, like it's because it's weird. It's just like, why is Killian Murphy in this one scene? Here's the reason. First of all, he's Dillin- he's Dillinger. So like, the, uh, he's the son of the villain from the first film. Like okay. that's the whole that's the whole character there. And the reason he's because he's, he's not a credit in this film. The reason he's in this scene is because he was supposed to be the villain in the third Tron they wanted to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like it because yeah, a, a big thing in the in the first Tron is the fact that like in like in the like the real world and the pro and the programs they're played by the same actor. So the villain in the in the grid is played by the same villain in real life. Uh, Tron and and uh, Flynn's best friend played by the same actor. Plus a lot of stuff like that. So okay. uh, yeah, he was. They were basically setting him up to be the villain in three. But it's just like it's just like that, that didn't happen, or at least not yet. It's just we. It's just like weird. It's like what the hell is Kevin Murphy doing here for no reason? Well, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's the whole thing behind that. Uh, he yeah, so he puts it out. He run, he runs away. Uh, Flynn runs away, being chased by security. That's when we find out that he is. Get a lot of this. He's the primary shareholder of this company. <laughs> so yes, he is uh, sabotaging his own company. Figure that shit out. Sure. Yeah, he's he yeah he's and uh, he <laughs> get away. He base jump, which is funny. Look, watching him base jump. He goes like he opens his shoot way lower than he's supposed to. Yeah, I don't think that shoots work that low. But, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. They, they have like this, like little, like this, like little chase, and then yeah, we see that we see how he's living, which he's he's in like a, like a shed by the rivers. Again, uh, major shareholder of a, of a Fortune 500 company. I don't know why he's living like this, but yeah, here we are. He does. He's not too proud to uh, to boast. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to brag about what he has. You know, <laughs> doesn't want to show doesn't want to show the money off. Very humble. Yeah, uh, he gets yeah. Uh, so he gets met by Alan. Uh, I can't, I can't remember the accident. Like like Bruce Boxlighter or some shit like that. Guy that's a, that guy that literally comes up in everywhere. Bruce Boxlightner, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, reprising his role from the first Tron. Uh, turns out he he's there because he got a page from Kev, from Kevin Flynn. Uh, again, like it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a number that has been active twenty years. Yeah, we know that it's a fucking pager. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to be told. We don't need to be told that it's old. Like we know, we know, we got it. It's a fucking, it's a fucking pager. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're he's getting paged from an arc from Flynn's old arcade. So it's like, oh, no, yeah, you want to find, you know, maybe there's some answers there. I don't, we don't, we don't know, but yeah, we could go look at it. 
Oh, we also, we also forgot to mention, before Kevin Flynn went missing, he kept talking about this, like, big, huge thing he discovered. Uh, but he never told anybody what it was. So, you know, it's still, still, a, still a mystery at this point. But anyway, Sam, struck with curiosity, goes to Flynn's arcade, which actually does look very much like the building from the original film. It might, oh, yeah. be, a bit, it might be a little bit of the building from the original film. Cue up some uh, Journey. Yeah. I think I think I think that, I think they used that song in the first movie. I can't I can't I can't remember. It's been a while since I've revisited the, the actual first one. And, and uh, they still paid their electric bill too. So you know. yeah, that's another thing. Like like who's paying the bills for this place? That's what I was wondering. I'm like, uh, okay. So. Yeah. And the fact like all these video these ancient ass video game machines still work. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you just have to go with it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so he he discovers this like whole secret underground bunker underneath the arcade. Uh, this is like this like really really like old tech, who that, that Sam just knows how to use. Yeah, I, I guess I guess he's also like a, a genius programmer. Uh, but yeah, what he doesn't know is the fact that this could really fuck up his life because he pushes some buttons and oh surprise surprise he ends up in the grid. What? And this is where we meet the main star of the movie, just the just the effects. And this is the thing like this: a lot of the movie was shot in IMAX, not the whole thing, but like a lot of scenes in the grid were shot in IMAX. And like that first scene where like the carrier comes down and like the aspect ratio goes full IMAX, like that shit just looks awesome. Like just just like, from a design standpoint, a lot of this movie looks incredible. Oh, and and this was a first time director, I believe too. Uh, they. From from what I, I read in the IMDb, um, and they they went ahead and gave him the budget of 170 million to to go with this, which was kind of crazy. I thought they did. I mean, look like from like everything with like the costume, the tech, like they did a really great job of taking what was the original Tron. Cause, like Tron has a very distinct look, mm-hmm. and they used like they borrowed the concept of it, but like like yeah, you can tell it's still the same world, but at the same time, it does have a very unique feel to it. Yeah, like I'm almost modernizing it. Yeah, it does. Like I, re- I, I, like again, like everything, like costume and just tech wise is just fucking awesome. So he gets picked up by by these uh, yellow light security programs, and they're being taken to. He's with he, the other program being taken to somewhere else. They, they don't know where. Uh, they decide that he is going to the games, which apparently is like not a good thing. No, it, it would be like uh, the sci-fi version of the Hunger Games. Basically, yeah, it, was, it does predate at least the, I don't know about the books, but definitely the first Hunger Games movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just kind of, just the feel, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Survive if you must, you know, survive if you can. Yeah, so uh, he's, he's he's taking, he's given these, like, new grid clothes, so yeah, clothes with, <laughs> like, clothes sticks, tape, clothes sticks taped to it. Yeah. Uh, all that, and give him, like, one, one word of advice, survive. And this is, now, at this point, when like we're doing doing like all these like tech stuff, like this is where the movie's like really hitting, like the disc battles. Oh yeah, look awesome for sure. Yeah, like they're re- like they're really solidly choreographed. Like I love the like the vi- the visual of the visual aspect of it is, and I I just what do you think about this? Like like a big thing, like you don't die. The programs don't die to get derez, but I guess like you can only, you can get partially derez. Like there are characters with scars. Yeah. So it gets like okay, so they tried to derez you, but it only worked like halfway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Sam gets put gets put in, and he's you know 
he's, he's a little confused, but he's, he's trying to figure out things out pretty quickly. And you know, he's a, he's a decent frisbee thrower. <laughs> he's been he's he's been in here for what twenty minutes. He knows how to do all this shit. Yeah, I mean, he just he picks it up naturally. Maybe he was a competitive uh, frisbee. Uh, just play player, you know, you know, yeah, could have. Who knows? Well, no. Well, then he ended up dropping out, but still, oh, he, he could have played. He, he, he could have played. Yeah, so he's doing well, but then he gets put up against you know one of the one of the better fighters in Rinsler. Don't know who this dude is. He does never takes off never takes off his mask, but he but he what he does have is two discs. He's like the Darth Maul of of, of yeah. I say real talk, yeah, he is kind of like Darth Maul. Well, because like when he pulls him out like that, it's kind of like that, you know. They could have played uh, Duel of the Fates. Do do yeah. do. <laughs> well, a couple, there's a couple, a couple scenes where like they have like like that, where they have like like yeah. racers, like I kept waiting for the other one to pop out the other side. <laughs> yeah, uh, something else something we should talk about right now is the fact that look, uh, Garrett, I like Garrett Hedlund as an actor. I think he's good. I don't blame him for this. I think it's a big problem that lingers throughout the entire movie. His the character of Sam Flynn isn't very interesting. No, I mean he is kind of uh, very basic. Uh, bo- he's a boring character. You know what I mean? There's yeah, he, yeah, yeah of... he's, he's, just, he's just he's just bland and uninteresting. And I don't see. I don't give a shit. It's a big problem with me. I don't give a shit what happens to him. Actually, most characters in this, I don't give a shit about what happens to. Yeah, I mean he just. It, it, I kind of blame the direction of the writing of of the character. Maybe I don't know. I think he's um, not written he, to be interesting. No, and but you see what he can do in Friday Night Lights. He was fantastic in it. Um, yeah, you know, and like but... even and like even when like like because like the first movie, like characters not that big an issue because you know like David Warner is like a really great villain. You have like Kevin Flynn who's like this like hot shot rock star programmer Tron, who we'll talk about later, who is like this like super like noble heroic dude, and it's just like yeah, replaced with this guy who's honestly pretty bland. He's pretty bland. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, they, he tries to fight Rinsler. He get, promptly gets his ass kicked. But unlike the other programs, he does bleed. Uh, I don't know how that works. Consider like do do, do organs? Do, does he have all his organs? Is he part program? I I, I guess like can he like get like his throat slit? In, in this? like what happens to him in the real world? I mean, I know he dies in the real world, but like what happens? Yeah, they don't really lay that out too uh, too well. Yeah, but I guess you can believe, which which leads Rinsler to find discover that he is a user, which means he is taken to the leader of the grid. And this is where we get to one of the major problems of the movie. Uh, it's a de-aged Jeff Bridges, and this is an effect that 2010 CGI was very clearly not ready for. Yeah, and, and that's the thing I obviously mentioned at the beginning. Um, it's very off-putting, and you just can tell it doesn't look this real. Is, look, as, as, much as, like, this, as much as this movie holds up, and it does, a lot of this movie does hold up. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. This is the one effect that gets worse and worse every time I look at it. Because you, you're clearly it's 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 literally you're glaring at it, and it's like it just it's just right there, right in the front for you to, to notice. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and that's, yeah. Like, you know, that's the problem. Like he like he is a main character yeah. in this movie because we find out that this is not Kevin Flynn. This is Clue, the the, the, pro, the program he created. Yeah, but yeah, the problem is like Clue is the main villain, so you have to stare at this effect. For the entirety of the film, yeah, uh, it just it is it is off putting. Um, I don't know with 2010 eyes, um, probably looked maybe a little bit better. It but probably, as you, it, as you, I, I, I can tell, it looked better than this. But that's also because like it's also problem. Problem is now we like de aging has become oh. so much better. Oh yeah, I mean yeah for sure. Like you look at, look at like Captain Marvel 
or uh, like, like Sam Jackson, Captain Marvel, or shit. Even look at fucking uh, the Harrison Ford in the new indie trailer. Yeah. Like, like CGS has just come such a long way to see this. Look, I admire the try. Oh yeah, but, for sure. But you yeah. can definitely tell the 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 problems. Yeah, they 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 try, but man, this is like, he he looks like a PS3 character. For being completely honest, like it doesn't even like him and him and Gary Hedlund are in the same space. It looks like one of those. Uh, you remember uh, Nintendo 64? This wrestling, the WCW Nitro or uh, uh, WWF WrestleMania, the like the big square uh, faces or whatever. Oh yeah. Do you have? Do you, have, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I, have to I think stop. so. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Uh yeah, so yeah, he found that he's clue. He finds out that this is not his dad. This is Clue, and they're sent back into the games. And this is where we get to most people's favorite part of Tron. Uh, are getting another battle between Flynn and Clue and some other programs. This is the light cycle race, and yeah, it still looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the definitely the thing that really um this movie can pride itself on. Just how yeah. how these how beautiful these shots are, how beautiful these this whole entire uh, world is, really. Yeah, but also just like look at look at the design of the, of the like the, the translation of the, of the light cycles, like you know, like the whole like the like the ribbons, the design of the bikes. It's like it just looks so cool. Like like if I drove a motorcycle, I want a motorcycle that looks like this. Oh yeah, for sure. And I just like how when you're jumping up. Like I, I just like how they activate too. It's really, really cool. Yeah, really. Yeah, the, the, the pull the stick apart and then it's, yeah. uh, that's your thing. yeah, like like that's cool. And they do take that to other levels later. And honestly, yeah, like this is actually a really well shot, like kind of car chase battle. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do like that. I, I think like I think I could have used the fact that like, like the, and when he gets picked up by the security programs initially, he meets this one dude. He meets this one dude on the on the arc. And he's talking to him, and then he comes back in the light cycle battle. And then, like, when the other guys get taken out, uh, they're just like, hey, yo, we got to work together to do this. And you're like, oh, this is going to be his homie in the grid now. Yeah. It's going to be like his, like his sidekick. No, he dies like five minutes later. Well, yeah, it's like, uh, I thought we were going to establish a friendship here, but no. Yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Pawn sacrifice. Yeah, no friends here, guys. Yeah, uh, thankfully though, uh, they did pick the one game that Kevin, that Sam Flynn is probably going to be really good, pretty good at, considering he does ride a motorcycle in real life. Yeah, so he has a little one up on that. Uh, yeah, so uh, his homie gets taken out. He's down. His bike, his bike is destroyed, but he is rescued by another program. This is Cora, played by Olivia Wilde. Who I think was, I think this is the first time I actually saw Olivia Wilde in anything. I was going to say I think it was my first uh, introduction to her and. Uh... Yeah, easy yeah, to easy, easy to look at. That no, very very phenomenally easy to look at. Oh yeah, probably not probably not the best to work with. If that's what you're Florence Pugh, but you know uh, how how attitudes have changed 13 years later. You know. Oh God, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. How attitudes like I mean, how humble she probably was. No, at the beginning. Had, yeah, attitudes have changed. Attitudes have changed three years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you you know what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, from like 2010 to that, she was probably like fantastic to work with. Or well, you know. Just glad to get work. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she uh, he's picked up, and this is where we see like kind of like the, the deviation from the original because like she has like a light dune buggy, <laughs> yeah. which which is which is kind of cool. I will admit this is kind of cool. It's, it's kind of cool. Uh, this this is, this is a, but this is another problem I have with the movie: the fact that they're driving outside the grid, like the grid, the grid city, the city looks cool. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it does look like a bunch of city with like you know, like the fluorescent lights taped taped to the side of it. Uh, but we do go out into the desert, and this is where like the like, and this is like a weird thing with me. The background work for this and kind of the movie in general kind of sucks because it's just it's just bland to look at. Oh, it's just like, it's just it's just black. Yeah. yeah, it's just black. Like like at least the first try had like like a cool color scheme. This is just like black rocks, black rocks upon black rocks. Yeah, I mean that that's boring, but I I like where you could actually, but but then it, it, like you can see like obviously the lit area. You know what I mean? Like I, I think it's I don't know. I think I think it's okay. I mean I, I understand what you're saying though. It's kind of like you like know. again, like the, the the design of this I think has its drawback, but I also think I, th- but I think the positives way outweigh this. Just like it's just like a weird thing I've always like. I just I just think the world looked, but without the city and without the lights, just looks just ugly. Maybe could have done like UV lights or something, you know. Maybe actually that'd be interesting. Actually, I mean, just with the color concept. I mean, just with the color contrast and make it look not too too. Or you know at least I mean? like have, or at least I have like, or like you know, like like, like colored plants or something. Shit, yeah. like just anything, just black. Anything's with black rocks. It's just death. Yeah. But anyways, this is uh, he. She takes him to uh, uh, like a terrace apartment penthouse type place, and this is where Kevin, after twenty years, reunites with his father and. Honestly, I feel like I should care about this a lot more than I do. I mean, you only get one little snapshot at the beginning of, of the interactions with him and his dad, so it's not like you have yeah. that... Uh... And, and and at the same time, we're talking about how boring little character Sam Flynn is. Like, I, I don't care if he finds his dad or not. Yeah, I mean, it's great to see Jeff Bridges, not de-aged, thankfully, you know what I mean? Thank actually, God. The, yes. actually, just the, the dude, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you really don't feel too, too much of a you know, chemistry between the characters or or the fact that, you know, oh, hey, he's finally reunited with his dad, you know? The one thing I will give credit, though, is, like, the one character... There's two characters that kind of, you know, break this mold, because, like, everyone has kind of, like, monotone, kind of just dry personality. There are two characters break from this. One is Cora. Yeah. Like, Cora's, like, youthful excitement and exuberance is, like, a really nice break of pace. Like, there's one scene where, like, he's looking over all the books that Kevin Flynn, I guess, programmed into his shelf. Yeah, and she's like, you know Jules Verne. Yeah, what's he? What's he like? I'm yeah, like, okay, she, that's, that's a good line. Yeah, because she was like super excited to like read all this classic literature, and um, yeah, like he's talking about Tolstoy, and yeah, and she's like a big Jules Verne fan. But definitely, yeah. I mean, definitely, you you could tell her character has some, you know, uh, has some personality. You know, we also do have a lot of questions. Like, how did Kevin Flynn survive in the grid for 20 years? Like, he he has food. Like, it's like vegetables. Like, where where the vegetables come from? Like, are they programmed? Are they real? Can you serve? Like, can you consider survive in the program in, in the grid without food or water for several decades? Help or even several days? Yeah, that. And then the other thing, I like later on with the whole uh, with the light. You know what I mean? Wouldn't more people want to escape it? Or but they don't know about it though. So I don't know, like, why you know. Yeah, we're trying to get yeah, out. It, it raises a lot of logistical questions that the movie just doesn't answer. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so yes, yeah, so, uh, essentially, what Kevin Flynn explains this is and this is why the movie kind of gets a little complicated. Uh, so we find out that Kevin Flynn, Clue, and Tron are basically building this whole new grid because it's not the same grid from the '80s movie. It's a, it's has the same components, but it's a completely new new design. They were building this world together, but then Kevin Flynn discovered something discovered this new race of beings called the isos and these are organisms like basically artificial, artificial intelligence yeah but, they, but apparently like in their code and their dna they have like a lot of answers to life's great problems 
don't know how they came up with that. Don't know how they got here. <laughs> they just they just showed up one day. Yeah, and I don't know how that how that would directly impact their their existence there. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, Clue saw that. He saw them as, as, an, as an aberration. So he's just like, okay, you know what? I'm designed to create the perfect system. Uh, so, shit, I guess he uh, throws a coup against Flynn. Uh, basically, it basically attacks him. Tron defends him. Uh, but Tron is uh, tragically killed in the process. Which is interesting. Like Tron is supposed to be like the greatest fighter on the grid, but he gets beat by Clue. Uh, almost like the uh, Obi Wan Darth Vader lightsaber scene in New Hope. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like how it's just like you, you just—it's kind of very uh, unclimatic, or you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, yeah. like, like, yeah, like, funny. Like, like Tron is like the title character, and that he's very underused. Seriously, yeah. Uh, but we'll get to, we'll get to why like get to why the whole thing in a second. But yeah, he's like they're very underused. Um, another thing that I sh- I should mention like I think it's an interesting like take on it the fact because like Clue is actually in the first Tron. Yeah, like, he's, like there's a very like early scene where Bridges programming and he's using he's using a, a, a like a, a code projection of himself that's like. It's like sorting out stuff. He's not, it's not a big, it's not a big thing, but like it is like the opening of the film, and and that program is Clue. Okay. So he essentially took that and made him the main villain of the second one. I think that's an interesting concept, but God, I don't, I don't like looking at it. I really don't. Yeah, like I said, if they would have, uh, if they would have made this movie like last couple of years, I think it'd have been a lot better. But uh, yeah, it's definitely off-putting to watch. Yeah, we we also find we also find out that uh, Kevin Flynn didn't actually. Okay, so he killed Tron. He destroyed the ISOs, and uh, the the thing Clue wants now is he wants to get out of the grid because he's now very anti-user. Yeah. Uh. So, and we find out that Kevin Flynn actually didn't send a page. Uh. Clue sent that page. Thankfully, <laughs> what it's did, thankfully that thankfully Alice will carry the pager first of all. And how did he get his contact number? Uh, like, yeah, just a lot of. Yeah, I know. Look, 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 it's just like it's like look. You can you can say like the contact number was in was programmed in the computer already. But like, secondly, like, what are the odds that he he paged a guy who still has a fucking pager? Not only that, what are the odds the dude who comes in to save him is his fucking son? Because in 2010 we had we had iPhone. Yeah, we, had, we had an iPhone. That was the beginning of the pager. iPhone. Yeah. What is a pager? You know, like yeah, you're better than that. He he works at a billion dollar corporation i'm sure he can afford it i'm sure he can afford a cell phone just still got a black he's still got a blackberry he's like you know what i don't like they don't like to show their money off you know they're very uh they're very just you know they keep themselves yeah but anyways uh sam's just like hey yo we got we got we got we got to go at the portal we got to get out of the grid and he's like no if i go if i go there he gets my disc and then he gets out and he was like flynn's disc is the only way clue can get out so they're gonna try to steal his disc i bet yeah, well, I mean that, that that stands to reason. So he's just like, okay, well, shit. Well, you've just introduced that. I do like the line. I was like, it's his game now. The only the only only way to win is to not play. And yeah. Sam just like, you know what? Fuck this. If I can, if I can get out of if I can get out of here, yeah, I can go talk to Alan. Like two clicks of a button, clue is gone. Yeah, but it's not going to be that easy. And on top of it, you know, obviously Jeff Bridges' character does have the right idea. If you don't play, then he can't win. You know what I mean? It's true. So. I mean, could, could, could you use that logic of football season? Well, if we don't play, they can't win. 
It's a buy. You're you're still undefeated, right? You know. <laughs> uh, so Cord yeah, tells him about this guy who used to fight alongside the Axos. His name is Zeus. Uh, he's supposed to be able to get anybody anywhere in the grid. Uh, so he goes to this like nightclub in the city, and yeah, again, design of the nightclub is great. But this is where we get introduced to the real stars of the movie, the composers, Daft Punk. Oh yeah, they're 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 spinning some tunes there, man. And uh, oh yeah, wow. we haven't mentioned it yet. Uh, but this this score is fucking uh, amazing. So good, man. Um, the fact just, that they were not nominated for this. It's crazy. I mean, it's so perfect. And just even as the fight scenes go on, as they're spinning different songs, different tunes and stuff like that. Oh, so good. What's even crazier? This movie didn't get a nomination for visual effects. Which is absolutely mind-blowing. Which is awesome. This was, not, was nominated that year for visual effects. 2010. Because Inception 1, which I can't, I can't fight. So Alice in Wonderland, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2. Part 1, I'm sorry. Hereafter, <laughs> that one movie with Matt Damon. Remember that one? Oh my god, that was directed by uh, Clint Eastwood. That was directed by Clint Eastwood. That was the chick from uh, High Tension, was in that. Oh, she was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the main girl from High Tension. Wow, I just remember that. Yeah, that movie. What? Wow. Yeah, that was not. That was nominated in <sighs> Iron Man two. Iron Man two was. Not that like, I would have booted ev- any one of these movies for Tron. Alice in Wonderland for sure. Uh, yeah, Hereafter could have got booted. Harry Potter. I mean, Deathly Hallows look good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, no. Like, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not saying it looked bad. I'm just saying it's, it, it's not Tron. It's not no, Tron. No, Tron. I mean, man, that. Yeah. Also, let's see. Let's let's see, let's see. Best original score from that year. Let's go. Let's get a good follow up. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Can't wait to hear this one. Where is it? Hold on. I can't. I can't hold on. I can't. Okay, here we go. Uh, so, Social Network deserving. Oh, absolutely. That was Atticus Ross and uh, Reznor were good. Yeah. Yeah. Inse- Inception. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, 127 hours. Yeah, we could have booted that. How to Train Your Dragon, good score. I would have, I would have booted, I would have booted it for Tron. Yeah, How, how to Train. And your then Dragon. the King's Speech, which is again good score, but I would have booted it for Tron. Good score could have booted. I, I would have kept Social Network, and I would have kept uh, Inception. Yeah, like again, but like I would have booted either one of the other of the other. Oh, they're the three. Yeah, for sure, you could have easily got rid of them. Yeah, uh, he has the club. He meets uh, Caster, played by Michael Sheen, who was very clearly modeled after Ziggy Stardust. Oh, absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Uh, addition to the film i guess the, oh, yeah. the 15 he's, 20 minutes he's in it he's, he's the other character who's allowed to have a personality in this very free-spirited very wild and crazy um, yeah just yeah he's, he's eccentric he's fun i'm just like we need more characters like this in this movie well especially because it, it when you go like this you're like a, you know you're at even kilter the whole entire time and then when you get his characters like you know it spikes you know yeah it's like something like a little while like it, it, like a minor spike with wild but like even like a major spike with sheen like a personality just goes through the roof when he's yeah, on screen for sure and he's and he's so good uh but yeah uh, also what's going on we also find out that uh well in order to get there uh uh sam did have to jack his dad's light cycle which actually is a very faithful model of the original Tron light cycles. Uh, but uh, uh, they found a uh, clue in his home. He's found that out and they're, man- they're able to use that to trace the original origin. So they now know where Kevin Flynn is. And he's like, okay, well, shit, no more running now. Uh, just randomly had a tracking device on his light cycle. No, they did. They did. They, they traced it to its point of origin. To where it began, obviously. Yeah. yeah that's how they figured that. That's what I'm under. I'm not understanding though. Didn't they would have had to have known when it no. when it when it moved, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> you know, no, like, they're not saying like they had like they always had the track because like if they always had the tracker on, they can get, get found them whenever. Oh, they wait needed, a minute, okay. They needed, they needed it to move, and once it moved, they can trace its path and find out where it started. So Never I will, mind. I will go to that for that. Okay, so it was off the grid, so they knew uh, they obviously knew where it was at. Yeah, that, that, that makes off, sense. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We get some flashbacks with uh, you know, uh, Sam creating Clue. So you know, you know what's scarier than one CGI Jeff Bridges? Two probably, probably two, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that yeah, it, is, it is terrifying. Uh, we also find we also get like rumblings of like a code revolution that's going that's going on, well, the program revolution that's going on right now, which I think was supposed to be set up for the third Tron. Yeah, I mean, you talking about with all the uh, well, like with like that that black dude with like the eye scar who's talking to Caster and he's just like yeah. the revolution going on. We need you for this, and it's like. Because it, it doesn't tie into anything else in the movies. I feel like that had to have been set up for the third film. It never happened. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so yeah, so he tells me looking for looking for Zeus. He goes, they they go upstairs. He's like, haha, guess what? I am Zeus. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, way, way to way to take that. Uh, it's almost as uh, almost as bad as the uh, reveal of T Bing and the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I, I, let me can I tell you, like when I read the book. Okay. Oh my God. It was so great. Like leading up to that, that whole suspense of who, who the person, you know what I mean? And then to find out T-Bing like in the movie, it's like, what? Like this yeah, is like, wait, like, oh, like, like that, like, that's it. Yeah. That's what, huh. that, that's it. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Okay. That's very anticlimactic again. Yeah. Fantastic. Good job. Good job, Dan Brown. Yeah. Way to go, bud. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's just like, Hey, yeah, I need to get me, I need to get me the portal. He's just like, all right, I might be able to do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, things kind of change. Turns out, yeah, Zeus is now no longer a good guy. He is a bad guy, and he has sold out Flynn to Clue, and now his homies are on the way there. I feel bad for that one program that just get that just gets stepped on and derezzed. Yeah, and that's the other thing though about this one: the Zeus turn. Like, I mean, I guess you can you can see it, but it's like what? Like, you just were like chummy chummy with you know what I mean with Sam, yeah. um, and then you just like turn like that. It was really for no reason. Really crazy, and that was kind of off-putting. Like I watched it's funny, like Ant-Man the Wasp literally borrows its exact same plot points. Yeah, seriously. It's like really Quantum- like Quantumanian. Quantumanian borrows exact same plot points. Yeah, and it's like what? But, man, well, sometimes I love the fact that like this fight's going on. Like the DJ's like, oh shit, you run. Now I'm gonna gotta spin these tunes. These yeah, the tunes get more intense as the fighting goes on. Man, um, it's great. Um, I think their uh, their whole entire outfit works perfect in this in this in this world. You know. Yeah, and yeah, and also like at the same time, you have Michael Sheen and like he's just like he's just like riffing, he's doing his own thing, and it's like, man, you, you are you are making the most of your screen time, man. I love it. I love everything you're doing right now. It's like I want the drug that he is on right now. Yeah, right. Uh, Cora loses an arm, and this is where we get my favorite piece of score. It's when Flynn. It's when Flynn walks in, and you hear the and just everything the whole like you know the techno you know battle tune to stop and hear the da da da. I'm like that. That's my favorite track of all of these in the movie. Yeah, because it just has like, this great epic feel to it, and I love it. And we find out we find out just like just how powerful Flynn is in this because like the dude can basically do anything it's because he yeah. he created the place. He's like he's like God in this place. Yeah, he's like the ultimate Jedi Master of this world. Yeah, uh, but while this is going on, when they they save Korra, but Kevin loses his disc. What? 
Yeah, uh, and like, it, like it, it picked up by one of Clue's guys, and then like it picked up by one of Clue's guys, and then he gets shot by Zeus, and he takes it. Yeah, and it's so funny because like Bridges' character isn't like doesn't like oh my god we need to hurry up and go back and get it. You know what I mean? Like he's very like oh you know yeah when they're going down that elevator or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, this is where we get like the big reveal about Korra. If, if, if we find out that she is an ISO, she is the last ISO. So this this whole time he's been spending his his whole purpose of time has been, just been protecting her because in her code in her DNA are you know those those keys we're talking about, like you know man's great mysteries. And this is where we this is where you know they try to build bonding moments between him and his son. Uh, again, a little. Kind of too little, too late. I mean, we're like an hour and a half into the movie, but yeah, the movie's gonna end soon. So we, we uh, these little flashbacks of like that they show of like him playing on a beach and stuff like that. It's like okay, just enter random Kodak uh, moments here, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then Zeus uh, talks to Clue because I guess like Clue, I guess he's like in debt to Clue or something because it's like, hey, you give me this disc, I'll leave you alone. Okay, okay, fine, I'll take that disc, but I'm not gonna leave you alone. Blow the place up. It's like, yeah. yeah I, what what you think was gonna happen, you fucking moron? <laughs> yeah, that's zero to one eighty. If he just gave him the disc, though, you know what I mean? And he like literally just blows the whole entire thing up. I'm like, oh man. I was like, Zeus should know. Just like you don't you don't trust a dude like this, especially the the your villain of your world. You know what I mean? You're the bad guy of your world. Yeah. Uh. So uh, Cora wakes up. Uh. Yeah. This whole the uh, him her and Sam have a whole conversation about the sun. I like how he goes warm. V- yeah, it's a- you say vibrant, you vibrant, say vi- vibrant. I'm, sure. I'm like, what? Yeah, the sun's warm. You know that she's trying to describe like how it like beautiful. Like I, I don't know. You could have used so many different adjectives, but warm, really. <laughs> describe the sun, warm. That's it's like no. Remember Justice League where like Lois asked Superman, we're just like, what was like coming back? It's like itchy. <laughs> it's like what? You what? You, oh, you need- all the adjectives. All the adjectives you could use. That's the one you pick just not not good man it's like a giant ball of fire of course it's hot yeah uh so she so uh she gives uh flynn her disc for reasons i'm not sure i'm not sure, not sure why she gives i'm not sure why she gives flynn her disc completely honest don't they have to she gives flynn the disc they had to do something where they switch it though with clue they did uh, like why would you give him her disc now is my question i i don't know because obviously that's the you know obviously we'll that's also like one of the things we don't we don't really talk about where we have like we had like the strong female character uh but she's constantly getting captured yeah yeah just she's because, constantly she constantly is somebody to save her ass or she wants to get captured like near the end of the film where she just like runs out yeah so uh they have kevin flynn's disc and we have you know clue giving his whole nazi speech where he's just like yeah we're gonna go in we're gonna take over all this shit Kevin Flynn, why are you now, motherfucker? <laughs> it, def- uh, it, def- it definitely reminded me of like a Hitler-esque type. Uh, uh, well, it's funny because I-, I watched Captain America First Avenger not too long ago, and I yeah. totally got like Red Skull vibes from this. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, basically what happens is Flynn tries to go get his disc. No, I'm sorry. They need to go get Flynn's disc, then save Korra, and then they can all get the fuck out of Dodge. Uh, so they do that. They get the. Oh, we also forgot to mention, like the 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 other big reveal. We find out that Rinsler is actually Tron. What? He's yeah, not Rin, dead. Yeah, he's not dead. Tron has been Rinsler this whole time. And Just, this is like my, one of my biggest like 
pieces of like, oh, come on, in a movie. Like, like why but hide the wanted, main character? You want to turn Tron evil? You can. I think it's quite interesting. But don't make him like a faceless henchman, man. Like, give him some personality. Like, give him something to do. Like, because like, Tron in the first movie was a like, really, really solid, really, really good, solid character. Like, he was, yeah. he had no ability. You understand what he was a out he was a hero he was brave like he had like so much to him and you just strip all that away in this well then you hide him for damn near the whole film too yeah uh so yeah uh he gets so they, they get cora they get the disc <laughs> it's funny because you know, they they find that out they escape out the window uh oh yeah Flynn was supposed to get the get the getaway car which he did but they all just jump out the window and you're like what the hell are you doing yeah, it turns out they have uh a really cool addition to this, which is like they have like air vehicles now. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like the new Boo Fighters from uh, Episode One. Oh, the uh, N ones. The 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 yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the N one Starfighters. Yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 really it's not a bad comparison. Yeah, but yeah, and again, like I I did I think it's a great job of taking what was old, like translating to what's new. It's like yeah, like what would what would air vehicles in the Tron world look like? Probably something like this. Like yeah, that's that's like pretty innovative, pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely a lot of uh, attention to detail when it comes to the vehicles, the world. Um, I wish they were fighting against better, more interesting backgrounds, but, you know. Yeah, but you can definitely tell that they spent their money. I mean, you can definitely tell that they they definitely invested the money into the graphics and how this movie would uh, transfer over to, you know, I mean, to theaters and stuff like that. Yeah, so they they had they had this whole their whole big dog fight. You know, uh, Rinsler comes over over the head of the ship. He's like, oh, Tron. What have you become? Because you know Tron's supposed to fight for the users, and you know Tron's. You know this is. I guess that line. I don't know if you heard it. I don't know if it was like just like the idea of looking at Flynn again, where he's just like, shit. What am I doing? It was like one of those ones where he was brainwashed, and he had to hear a certain sentence to go back, back to being good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and he and he's just like, shit. What am I doing? And we get one. I'll admit one of my favorite lines in the movie where he's just like. I fight for the users, and then he just goes and crashes right into Clue's ship. Yeah. Uh, and you know they're both free. They're both free falling because you know I guess that's not that's not enough to derez somebody. You you it usually is. It has been this entire fight except for right now. I mean, you crash you uh, you're playing those games or whatever, and you crash into a wall. You usually go into pieces. Yeah. Uh, but he does uh, end up jacking Tron's ship. Uh, but you know, Tron does get his redemption. He does turn uh, his lights do turn from orange back to blue, so he is a good guy again. Yeah, and I guess he's not dead because like, can can a program because dr- like he falls into the water, but like he's a program, he doesn't need oxygen, so can, can he drown? He doesn't derez. So like, like, usually the only way a program can die is they derez, and he didn't get derez. So like, it's a lie. He just he's like, you know, I'm just gonna hang down here. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I, I did my job. Yeah, somebody will come get me. Somebody, will, somebody will find me. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's fine. I, 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 I delivered on the promise. You know, I was, I was in the movie, so yeah, you know. I, yeah, I did a little Russell case from Independence Day. I, I, I served my purpose here, guys. I'm good. <laughs> we're, we're cool. It's not, it's not false advertising. No. So they get to the, they get to the portal. Uh, Clue is somehow already there. Yeah, which I, that, that was really like, how, that was quick. Like, how did he just randomly get there? Yeah, he did. He just got there. And then Kevin Flynn is just like, yo, cool, you need to give this up. Like, your search perfection is unattainable. And again, we can't know what perfection is. And you wouldn't know that because I didn't know that when I created you. Yeah. The, the same. And we're also talking the same clue that showed up like 10 minutes later after uh, Bridges' uh, disc was stolen when they stole it back. 
Remember he's coming up the stairs and he like oh, completely right. missed he completely missed out the whole entire thing on that one. He's like really tardy on that one. But yet he's like, yeah, he yeah, he was late for that, even though he was yeah. right there. Yeah, but he was now, early for this. I'm like, what? But anyways, he yeah, he shows he shows up. Uh he has a he has a whole fist fight with Sam, throws him right in the direction of where he's trying to go. Which is completely crazy because you're like, well, you should would do the opposite direction. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like you just you just put him closer to the place he's trying to get to. Yeah, yeah. That's just that. That doesn't. Yeah, it's not not good. Not a good look. Uh, but either way, so yeah, they uh, him and Cora try to go to the portal. Uh, he's like, hey, a clue. Remember what, you, remember what you came for? Come get my disc. He's like, all right, fine. And he just like parts the bridge, and he's just like, okay, fine. I'll get I'll get your disc. But turns out, oh, they did the whole switcheroo because Kevin Flynn has Cora's disc, and Cora has Kevin Flynn's disc, so her and Sam can get out of there. Yep, they they are dipping out. Um, it is kind of sad because you want uh, you want him to you want uh, Sam's dad to come. I mean, I mean, you you, you do. I mean, you but you but you understand why not? Yeah, it's like you weren't in his life for this long. Might as well just continue to not be in his life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I guess I guess that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, so you find you find that he's been duped. And he, tr- he tries to go, you know, take take him away. But uh, Kevin Flynn has, only has one course of action. He has to, like, reabsorb Clue, which is a power surge so massive that it could destroy him, Clue, and basically the entire grid while they're at it. So we get, you know, the Sa- Sam's like, he's like, go, go, I need you, go. It's like, no, I'm not leaving without you. He's like, yeah, yeah, you are. So yeah, he reabsorbs Clue. We get one really, ba- one more really bad close with Clue's face. <laughs> we can't we can't get me without one more really bad clue of clues face. Just show us uh Superman's mustache. May as well. Come on. Uh so yeah, he gets reabsorbed. Uh Sam and Cora are get, you know, they get into the portal. Kevin Flynn reabsorbs clue that it destroys both him, clue, and the bulk of the grid city. And yeah, we don't know what ha- well, we do know what happens. Uh we see in the real world Sam Flynn is out. Uh, this is the thing that I know is this time around. He's there. He's unplugging everything from he's unplugging everything from, uh, you know, from his old work. He's got like a little hard drive on, on his neck. Yeah. Uh, Alan meets there just like, OK, you know what? Now it's time for me to take the company back. Now, can um, I good? Can I can I ask a question? If they both came up at the same time, where's Olivia Wilde? Why isn't she with him? Why? Why isn't she with him? <laughs> were you were you wondering with him? I'm like, what the fuck is she doing outside with the Ducati? I'm like, bro, like you guys came up together. Yeah, like unless, because like, well, by, by implicate, first of all, also, you also notice that like when he's down there, yeah, and also when he's up there, there's very clearly like sunlight coming through. Yeah, but but like it's not happening unless there unless it's a street light. It could be a street light. I could be wrong about that. But oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. By, by implication, it means like they got out. She went outside. He went back down and then called Alan. <laughs> And then we started the film. <laughs> why could why could yeah? Because when he was in there, it was yeah. That's just yeah. I don't know. Just something that I just was like I I laughed because I'm like, why is she outside? Because then you're supposed to be like, did her character make it? Yeah, did, did did she get out? But like, yeah, she did. But like, why she why she why she have to hang outside while he works in the Ducati? Like, just just have her stay down there. I mean, this is gonna be your new love interest or whatever like, for what they're trying with. I, I guess. mean, it's supposed to mean I guess it has to be like he's an he's an attractive male and she's an attractive female. So I guess they have to be they have, they have to be love interests with no kiss, no on screen kiss or no nothing. kiss, no on screen no on screen chemistry either. We're being completely honest. No, so it is the Hunger Games. Yeah, basically. 
There you have it. And that's and that's Tron Legacy. <laughs> so Russell, this 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 was your choice. So final thoughts on the movie. I mean, I liked it. I know there's some glaring um you know, disparities that we talked about, obviously with, uh, you know, bridges, the whole CGI. Um, but like what, what we said though, they were doing what they could do at the time. I'm sure at 2010 with our 2010 eyes, um, it looked good. Um, it just, it's just one of the parts of the film that just obviously just didn't transfer over with age. Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, Sam's character is a little flat. Um, but that world, uh, the whole entire, the, you know, just the beautiful world that, uh, that they put on the screen is just absolutely great to look at uh, the score Daft Punk. We talked, you know, about it just really, really drives the film there. And that, and that back end of the film, when we really get to see them showcase their talent, um, you know, Jeff Bridges is pretty decent, you know, uh, overall in the film. Uh, I just, I wish we, I just, I just don't like how his character just up and leaves. And then, you know, you try to have that relationship with your father, you know, the father son, you know, and it's like, well, it's like you just, there wasn't a whole lot of chemistry there to begin with. Cause you just peaced out, you know, right. um, Olivia Watt is a shining star in the film though. Her and Michael Shannon, uh, or Michael <laughs> Shane, sorry, Michael Sheen. Jesus Michael Lord. Shannon would have been awesome. They would absolutely get a little zod up there, man. Uh, Michael Sheen, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, definitely the two, uh, you know, gold stars of the film, but I, I like it overall. I, I really do. It, it's a, you know, it does have some times where the movie does feel like it, it drags on a little bit, but um, I think overall just that the whole world and the whole aesthetic that they go with, um, I think really just does drive it and it does make it a fun film. I just wish I cared about, I wish I had like some characters I, I could care about in this, yeah. in this movie. That, that's my, that's my whole thing. It's like, yeah, it looks cool. And the action is, is pretty good, but I just, I don't care about it. I don't care about anything, which like doesn't suck me in the action as much. Like, I I, uh, PJ always said like this kind of, this kind of post Fury, well, post Mad Max Fury Road, people would have been like crazy about it. Oh, I yeah. disagree because I do think that Mad Max has more character to it, which is why the action is so much more exciting in that movie. Yeah, because you're, I mean, more vested in it. I guess. I mean, they they should have they should have taken a little bit more time to you know what I mean. Not flush out the characters. Try to try to make it a little bit more to where you're when you're watching it, you are understanding you know there's a lot of questions that are left unanswered uh, what we talked about you know what i mean um yeah. and i just think if we do have a bond with that character yeah like like you said that those action scenes hit you harder because you care about what's going on what's you know what i mean what's you know absolutely but you know what still i i do think the things that work with me really work visually fantastic uh the score is excellent action is cool is nice seeing jeff bridges and kevin flynn again uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like a pretty, pretty solid action flick. And I do think that people who don't have an attachment to the first Tron like this movie more because you never, because you never seen it. I know you, I know you like, no, no, did, did PJ not see the first one either? I don't know. I'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Cause I have an attachment with this one just because I just really remember watching yeah. it. I just really just, uh, just remember everything about it. It was one of those yeah. theater experiences. I think I was more because I was pissed that we weren't seeing it in 3D. And I'm like, I'm gonna remember well, this shit. But you know what? Now it looks like we might be getting the third Tron. Oh yeah. Uh, now with Jared Leto and the director of Pirates Five. Uh, yeah, that's the thing that's happening. Uh, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how this one turns out. Yeah. Uh, what are yeah. they, they, they casting uh, Leto as? I've no. They, they haven't said. Like Leto would be, I, I could see him being like a Zeus character. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that—that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I mean, I don't know. That stinks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Currently set to be direct. Uh, I think it's currently set set to start filming later this year. 
Oh, so this is uh, actually... nowhere on whether Garrett Headland, Olivia Wilde, or uh, Bridges. Bridges. I mean, Bridges probably, Bridges probably won't be back, but like, oh, yeah, that wouldn't be back. Maybe, or maybe bring back Killian Murphy. Yeah, bring back the Scarecrow, man. Yeah, but you know, we'll see how that turns out. But uh, I was kind of crazy. Like, Tron, Tron 3 is going to be like Legacy sequel. That's going to be 10 years after the first one, after the last one. It's going to be the Legacy Legacies. Yeah, man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to do it for us here this week. Uh, Russell, I'll put the head out. Yeah, Notorious by Chance is the Facebook group. Uh, go ahead and, well, actually, you can't vote this month because we already have it predetermined. So, you're welcome. Um, you guys can also find us, Notorious by Chance, on YouTube. I mean, Twitter, Instagram, and Chance was underscore ninety one. Check out our other on YouTube. We have a left side, strong side, which we do every week. We're slowing down for two for us uh, for uh, off season, but we are doing one uh, this coming Tuesday on all the latest music free, uh, free agency. And uh, be, uh, yeah, Legacy sequel. This is Legacy sequel month is in full force, and we will see you next week for a movie that we are just dying to talk about. Oh boy! Yep. See you. See you then. <laughs>